Hello and welcome to episode what I think is 65 of the Forever Athletic podcast with me, Coach Ian Wood, and we have a Q&A episode today. So thank you everybody for the questions, sending them in. Hopefully I can give you some insightful answers to the questions today. So first one, quick question, what is the difference between one-to-one and group coaching? So I'm just going to talk about this in terms of online because I don't do any group stuff in person anymore. So the difference between one-to-one online and uh, group online coaching is with the one-to-one, you get a bespoke program. So everything is tailored to you in terms of the program that I give you. You get a fully bespoke nutrition action plan as well. You get weekly contact through formal check-ins. You can have daily contact through the messaging system in the app. Um, And it all just kind of starts off with this in-depth client consultation um, to help create both that bespoke program and that bespoke nutrition. So that's going to be based all around your goals, your starting point, your exercise history, your diet history, any injuries that you're carrying, what gym you're in, what equipment you've got available, what time you go, is it going to be packed? Do you going to have access to everything or are you going to have to hide in a corner with whatever kit you can grab? Are you training at home, commercial gym, all of these sorts of things. So that's just fully bespoke everything just tailored perfectly to you to create you the best program possible. Group Online is a pre-written program which starts off with two phases of strong in 60. So you basically buy into the first phase as a group and then you can continue onwards afterwards on a monthly kind of program thereafter. There's two phases of that and then you go into Forever Athletic thereafter which is a slightly more progressed strength training program thereafter. You still get a bespoke nutrition plan within that because I always think the nutrition has to be unique to the individual because we're all facing different problems with it but the same training program can be very effective for a lot of people as long as the goals are similar you get bi-weekly check-ins rather than weekly ones just to help bring the price point down a little bit and you basically just jump straight in on that strength training program and we'll just troubleshoot it along the way so if you need the odd variation here and there you just drop me a message and i'll give you an alternative for something that maybe you can't do with the equipment you've got available in your gym essentially with one-to-one and group, neither one is better than the other. I'm not going to say that one-to-one is better than group because for some people, group is much, much better. For other people, one-to-one is the only option and it's the best option. So it's just better for certain people regarding on what they need. And the way I see it is that one-to-one is best suited for people who've either got very specific goals that need very specific inputs to get to that goal. So whether that's competition, in a sport, in a strength sport. A few people that worked with recently have had hybrid sort of goals where they're trying to balance strength training alongside significant endurance training. So that won't be covered by the pre-written program in Strong in 60. That does need something specifically written for it. You'd also need something specifically written for you if you've got a limiting injury history. So you've got something that stops you from doing certain exercises or we're expecting to maybe encounter little bits of pain as part of the process along the way as we're rehabbing from injuries, those sorts of things. So if you've got a limiting injury history, you would need one-to-one coaching to work around that. Or if you've got specific equipment requirements. So if you're training from your home gym, you've only got a barbell and a few dumbbells, those sorts of things. And the program is going to be tailored towards that rather than making loads of edits to the pre-written program. It's just a million times better just to have a fully bespoke program and design it to the kit you've got available in your home gym or wherever it is that you are training, essentially. So that's generally who I'll have on one-to-one programs. Group on Strong in 60 
is best suited for people who have the goals of what I define as the everyday athlete. So you want to be strong, but you don't necessarily want to be a power lifter or a weightlifter. You want to build muscle, but you don't want to go to the extreme of being a bodybuilder. You want to be lean, but you don't want to be an absolute bore at parties. You want to be able to enjoy a beer, enjoy pizza now and then, find balance within your life. You want to be fit, but not a triathlete and spending hours out on the road, on the bike, swimming, all of these sorts of stuff. You want to feel in control of your diet and lifestyle, but you're balancing all these things alongside work, life, family commitments. You just generally want to be strong, competent in the gym, look like you're in shape, but also be able to find that balance in your life. That's the sort of person that Strong in 60 is best for because there's a lot of people out there like that who would really benefit from the same program, but they will also benefit from going through that same program with a group of other people and just bouncing off each other energy-wise, goals-wise, um, reporting into the group, I just did this on this lift, how, else, how is everybody else getting on? Yeah, oh, I just did that as well. I'm going to try and catch you down, all these sorts of things. That is really, really valuable. And that's the only thing or that's the only place you can get that is in with within that group setting, essentially. So that's why I think group is really, really good. One-to-one isn't for people who just want more detailed support because it's not, in, in my mind, it's not really going to help you that much more. You get more support from me, but you're already going to get loads of that in the group setting anyway. You're just going to get additional support from other people, like-minded people in the group setting on Strong in 60. So I'd always kind of push people down that line because you can still get everything that you need from strong in 60 plus that little bit more from having a group to train with and lean on even though you're training kind of on your own in your own gym but you've got that support network there with you and for most people who have got that goal of getting stronger getting a bit leaner a bit fitter getting right on top of their nutrition and lifestyle and finding this long-term thing that's going to fit i would always do and always recommend that you do group for longer at that lower price point than do one-to-one for less time for the equivalent amount of money if that makes sense because the key factor for everybody in this situation is just building up routine, consistency, habitual behaviors. And a key part of that is time and repetition and just doing it for longer. So I'd always recommend that people go into Strong in 60 and do it that way. Spend more time in there with the support from me and also from the other people on the program. That time routine consistency is going to be the biggest difference maker. It is going to make more of a difference than just that little bit of extra support that you'll get from me with the one-to-one, particularly if you don't have those very specific needs that one-to-one is best suited for, essentially. So hopefully that kind of explains the difference between strong in 60 and my one-to-one online coaching. And that's kind of what I recommend. If you kind of feel that you're drifting into one of those categories, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram at Coach Ian Wood. And we can talk about it further, maybe even book in one of those consultation calls if you're thinking that you're a one-to-one sort of person. Okay, second question. Tips for gaining weight. I'm naturally slim. I've always found it a struggle to gain significant body weight. Help me. Okay, so this is me. 100% I can help. This is exactly what I've done over my own personal lifetime. So when I first went to uni, 17, 18 years old, I would have been nine and a half, maybe 10 stone. So 60, 65 kilos, something like that at six foot two. Absolute rake, beanpole, tall, slim, very lean, but no significant muscle mass. 10-ish years later, my peak in volleyball, I would have been 76 kilos. So I would have gained 10 to 12-ish kilos at that point. And now I'm currently, another 10 years later, 95 kilos. So 20 kilo gain. Is that? No, that's a lot more than that. That's 30 kilo gain 
over 20 odd years, that's quite a lot of lean muscle mass in there. So I do know a thing or two about how to gain weight as somebody who is naturally taller and slimmer. So here's the main things that you need to do if you are really struggling to gain weight. First and foremost, just the real basic, you have to make your nutrition a priority. If you're already in the gym three to four times per week, that's going to be plenty to be gaining muscle. You just need to make the nutrition a priority on top. And it's the same as weight loss. It needs to be this daily accumulating thing because if you're looking to lose body fat, we'll talk about this all the time. You can be in a calorie deficit to lose weight Monday to Friday, but then you can drift off it and ruin it all at the weekend if you go massively over. It can be exactly the same, the opposite way around if you're trying to gain weight. So you need to be in that calorie surplus, not just Monday to Friday when you're routined. Don't drift off it at the weekend to just get distracted. You need to keep on eating and doing it in this kind of structured, almost rigid way by keeping it a priority, okay? And that's because calories are going to be king. If you're looking to gain weight, you need to get more calories in. And the best way to do that is to go through regular calorie-dense foods, okay? Alongside that, protein is going to be really, really important in your diet if you want the weight that you are gaining to be predominantly muscle mass rather than just body fat. But at the same time, not too much because protein can be really, really filling and it's going to stop you getting in additional calories elsewhere because calories are king. Protein is that secondary importance. So I'd always say that people aim for around 1.5 grams per kilo of their body weight while they're trying to gain weight rather than the upper end that we might recommend for people who are trying to lose body fat, which would be two grams per kilo of body weight of protein per day, because we don't want to be sat around feeling full all the time. We need to be eating more. We need to be eating more regularly, more frequently. Okay. And if you fall, that's going to be more and more of a challenge. The next thing is that liquid calories can be an absolute godsend. If you're somebody who is taller, slimmer, struggling to gain weight and doesn't have this huge appetite, okay, because you're going to fill yourself up very, very quickly having solid foods. So having some liquid calories that digest quickly and don't leave you feeling feeling full for particularly long are going to be really helpful. So at the base level, protein shakes, start getting some of those in. If you've already got them in, turn them into protein smoothies, get the blender out, add in some peanut butter, some banana, some milk, full fat milk, those sorts of things. You can just add loads of calories in really, really quickly in there. And if you want something super quick and easy that you can just add in in 10 seconds post-workout, get on the chocolate milk, half a litre after every session is going to add in 300, 400 calories, a good amount of protein, a good amount of carbs. All these sorts of things accumulated together are going to help you find the extra 500 to maybe 1,000 calories that you need to be pushing your body weight up consistently, consistently alongside training, okay? And then don't try and be too clean about this because, again, if you try and do this in really what we would call clean foods, very nutrient-dense, very voluminous foods, you're going to be sat around feeling really, really full all the time, and that's got to be helpful for getting your next meal in. So in terms of eating clean foods, think about your 80-20, 80% of your food is going to be really good, high nutritional value, whole foods, those sorts of things. But 20% feel free to steer away from that and just get some calorie dense stuff in that maybe you would perceive isn't as good for you because that 20% will really help you get the calories up without upping loads of stress, loads of food prep and just fighting against your appetite all the time. Okay, so just for a quick example, 
I am looking to gain weight at the minute. I am still that person. I'm having to eat north of 3000 calories per day to very gradually gain weight. Okay. So I need to get ahead of the game at the start of the day. So my breakfast currently, I've talked about this on the We Fuel Athletes podcast the other day. So I'll just share it again in here. My breakfast currently is around a thousand calories on its own. So it's going to be an overnight oats of about 40 grams of regular oats and then two scoops, which is about 80 grams of instant oats. Okay. That's powdered oats. So that's going to be super quick to digest and it doesn't create a huge volume of food. I'll mix them up with a little bit of milk, a spoon worth of Greek yogurt, and then additional water on top just to get the right consistency that I want. I'm going to put two scoops of protein protein powder in there. I'm going to put in uh, one big tablespoon of almond butter in there as well. Is there anything else that goes in on this? Oh yeah, 100 grams of berries in on top. Mix it all up real nice. Leave it in the fridge overnight. And then you're going to have a pretty big tub, but not a crazy amount of food. I've got very used to this, so it might feel like a crazy amount of food to other people, but to me, it feels like it's okay. Um, And a thousand calories just in, you know, five minutes of eating, done. And if you try something like this, it doesn't need to be that size. You could half that portion and that could still feel like a significant amount for you. But you could quite comfortably do that a couple of times a day because it's quick, it's easy, it's transportable. Um, and you can just kind of smash it in and it doesn't fill you up for too long thereafter. Okay. So hopefully those few little tips in there could help you to get back on the gain train. And then the final question. So very specific at the moment. I can't do this intake of strong in 60. When is the next one? So strong in 60 after this Monday, so Monday the 26th of February will be closed and it will be closing until April. I'm not 100% sure on the dates. I just need to run through and just check for bank holidays, school holidays, half term, Easter, those sorts of things. Just make sure I don't put it in a stupid time where nobody's going to want to start. But it's going to be somewhere in April. I'm going to line this up with my very own fat loss phase. So you can essentially join me on the nutrition side of things and we can all lose body fat together to get in shape for summer because I'm a little bit cuddly at the minute and I don't mind it right now because it's cold outside and we wear loads of clothes but when it comes to summer I'd like to feel a little bit less cuddly so why don't you join me on that journey April time eight weeks it will take you right into June July sort of time perfect for your summer holidays at the beach by the pool all those sorts of things so yeah next one in April and that will bring this Q&A to a close thank you for your questions and I will see you in the next podcast on Monday